Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. My name's Thomas Stern. I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey. And we're doing this podcast because it's our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day. And we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? It's going fantastic, Thomas. Thank you for the lead in. I feel changed a little bit. With everything that's been going on with the podcast, with like phase two, and then we have this big, huge part two um, with Cheez-Its, I just feel really, I don't know, I feel like kind of on top of the world. And then on top of that, on top of that world, I started to get into Survivor this week for the first time ever in my whole life. Whoa. I got into Survivor, and I'm almost upset that I didn't get into it, you know, six months ago when I had all this time in the pandemic, because now I feel like... You know, people are out. Maybe I should spend some time going to parties, going to bars, whatever. But all I care about is just watching Survivor. It's so good. It's so good television. It's Survivor is the TV version of this podcast. You know what I mean? Yes, I completely agree with that. I didn't even know the show was still going. Is Jeff Probst still hosting it? Yes. Well... I haven't seen the newest season. I started with Gabon because uh, a, a good family friend of mine told me to start there. So I watched that season, became hooked immediately. And then we've been watching the earlier seasons because apparently season 20 uh, is the best season of Survivor of all time. Wow. And so the way season 20 works is they bring back all of the fan favorites. I think it's heroes versus villains. So they're bringing Ooh. back all of the heroes and villains. So it's like, you have this, you know, I want to have the prior understanding. I want to know everybody. I want to know what they're capable of. But yeah, I'm deep in it right now. I watched the first three or four seasons and I thought those were great. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the dawn of reality TV. Yeah. It feels to me like a little mini Game of Thrones you yeah. know, it has the betrayal, it has the trust, the human element. Plus, you're in like the most beautiful landscapes on the planet. I love it. I love it. But that's, you know, that's me on my soapbox. I'm going to add to and that I really talk... quick. Oh, okay. I've been into the show Alone, which I love. It's on I've Netflix. I've heard that's like an even more a... hardcore version, right? Yeah, it's the current season is you get a million dollars if you spend a hundred days in the Arctic and you just get to choose, I think, 15 items and you film yourself and it's so entertaining. These people build their own shelters and they're very impressive. Mm -hmm. Alone. On Netflix. Check out Alone and think of Great Samaritans when you do. Now, other than that, yeah, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to just check in with you. I wasn't going to be a monster that just tells you how I am and then moves on. I'm curious how Tom Man is doing. I'm doing well. Uh, you can probably hear I'm getting over a cold, but mm-hmm. uh, my spirits are up. I just have congestion and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Do you think, Thomas, there's a chance that 
you said it was about six days ago now that you started to feel this way. Do you think that was because our last yeah. episode was so sick? The guest is shaking their head no. No, it did co- It did come on the day after the episode. So the sickness of the episode could have manifested in a very real biological way. And that's all I was asking. And hopefully this episode will be so sick that it undoes the original sickness. Yeah, I think the way sickness works is if you if you just dive as sick as you can, as quickly as you can, you'll come out the other side. Yeah, like if you catch a cold and then you catch someone else's cold, you're now cured, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's let's continue the pattern of uh, introducing the guest, then doing the warm up. Mm-hmm. This is my friend from Second City. Very happy to have him on. You may know him from the Second City show where he was an audience member that got yelled at by Jeff Garland. Mayor McCheesit himself, Chad Hall, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. I got to rewind it a little bit for this. Please. The sickness cancels out the sickness. And to me, that's just amnesia rules, right? Like That's like cartoon amnesia. You get bonked on the head with a coconut. And you get amnesia, but a second bonk will oh. cancel out that amnesia, and you're back to it being fixes normal. It, yeah, I guess. that's right. You remember again. Not the normal, first coconut but. gives you a huge bump on your head, and then the second coconut puts that bump right back down again. <laughs> yep, yep. And so you're saying that about this episode. So anything that we established or accomplished with Alec Hers' cheese it episode will now be undone. That's a brilliant segue because that's very true. We have kind of a confession, uh, John and I, to make. Yes. In Alec Herr's episode, we took the show in a very non-simp direction mm-hmm. when in our simp hearts, John and I actually wanted to do the opposite. We were scared that Alec would get mad at us. We were scared Alec would be like, you freaking simps think you want to do that? And, you know, kind of use his non-simp confidence to take, to take us away. That's why I'm glad I can show up and and fully make this like a three-way simp cast. Yes. This is home to me. The three simp boys. This is safe, yeah. And this isn't a betrayal of Alec, but to draw um, a line to Survivor, like I was talking about earlier, you say what you have to to appease the the threat, the, the strength, you know, the strong. You say what you need to to appease them, and then you go into your little simp corner, and you get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> this is this is inside the turtle shell, right? We've stuck yes. our heads Precisely. out and, and said what we had to do to get that lettuce, baby, that sweet, cheddary lettuce. Chad Hall, why did you choose Cheez-Its as your brand? Whoa. Are we jumping straight past the wow. warm-up? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I forgot the warm-up. We do have a tradition, so let's stick stick to it. This is for Let's the listeners. It. We're simping for the listeners right now. I'm, and I will always simp for the listener because they're listening to this episode right now and they're thinking like, what the heck? Are they just going to skip the segment? They're clicking down the stars. It's like, this was five, but now we're going four, <laughs> three. Yeah. They've cranked it back up to five because we've decided to do our warm up. And I will start at this time. We can go. I'll name the brand. John, you will name the problem. And then mm-hmm. Chad you will name the solution for this first round. Okay. What do turtles make me think of? Shells. Shell gas station. 
the problem with Shell gas station is that they're leaning they're leaning too heavily into <laughs> gas. Gas is the gas is the is the fuel of the of the past. We need to start implementing. Well, I won't say what we need to be doing because that's Chad's job. But there's they. I think Shell is hanging on to gas a little too tightly. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the solution to get past this gas issue is like let's look to the future. What gets people around, and that's skateboards with a fan and a sail, mm-hmm. right? Ooh. So we yeah. want we want to lean into that. What are these alternative methods of getting around town, right? Uh, yeah. Roller skates with bottle rockets attached to them. <laughs> the Johnny Knoxville method. Exactly. You hear about these Teslas that are driving themselves and they're crashing people into dividers. So electric cars are out. So then what's the next idea? You're in control the entire time. There's no computer telling you where to go or how and to it's drive carbon this. free transport. I think we knocked that out of the park. That was easy. So, all right, let's let's go down one tile. So, John, you'll okay. start this. Okay. Chad, you'll give the problem and I'll give the solution. Five, four, three. Velveeta. So, the problem with Velveeta is that you cannot like the it's velvet right is the initial thought of it it's velvety cheese and mm-hmm. when i think about velvety cheese it's like yeah that's yummy and for my tummy but why can't i have this as some sort of cloak or like hoodie or hat or something i want that velvet feel that i know inside of me to be also outside of me outside the tummy i love what you just pointed out i so badly want something to feel like velvet and be edible just imagine that you're biting on a piece of soft velvet but then it actually is chewable and you can swallow it so food engineers figure it out make it feel like velvet but it tastes like delicious cheese you can wear it oh i'm now inside and i'm not cold anymore i'm also hungry two birds with one stone i eat my overcoat two birds one stone eat your overcoat if you got a long journey you know you got to cross the mountains and you don't want to do like a donner family issue or donner party where you eat each other let's eat that coat yeah sourdough shoes yep oh i love a a sourdough clog (laughs) for our danish shove your foot in a sourdough loaf and walk around Okay, let's do one wow. more. Chad, you're yeah. naming the company. I'm naming the problem. John's naming the solution. Okay. All right. So yeah, five. Thank you. Four. Three. Three. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I don't like how in the commercial there's a couch with three pillows and then the middle pillow gets split in half when the employee gets separated from the family so they create new ads where instead of a couch the employee is on a roller chair and the customers are on two roller chairs or just one roller chair and (laughs) when they have to separate they kind of twirl sideways and then just push back because i mean that's the main issue with chick-fil-a right now yeah okay and I think Thomas solved it too. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, my, my bad. 
No, no, no. I think you nailed it. I think I think the commercial needs to employ roller chairs, and it's as easy as that. <laughs> Chick Fil A's fixed. That's yeah. The the biggest issue for Chick Fil A is, is that commercial. And look at that right away. Solved it in one fell swoop. Yeah, Thomas Mann. I mean, when you got the answer, flaunt it, baby. I guess so. Why make this harder on everyone? Okay, you guys feeling warmed up? Okay, now I'm ready to do the episode. Yeah, let's Great. first, yeah. Okay, so Mayor McCheese it. Why did you choose Cheese It as the brand you want to talk about? Oh boy, uh, to me, Cheese It is is the ultimate snack food. There's something about it that that gives you that that feel you need, gives you what you want in a snack. And everybody's different, right? Everybody's got their own preferences for for what their their munch of choices. In my opinion, having something that's a little salty, a little crunchy, and then fills you up a smidge is is right in that sweet spot. That's what I want. I want a I want a mock meal almost. I feel like it it came about from like my brother was always a sweets kid. I got a younger brother, and so as kids, you get all the sweet stuff, and I was like, "Well, I want a snack for myself," because he's gonna if we get the the Welch's fruit snacks, or we get like the fruit roll ups or fruit by the foot, or any of these gummy sweeter gushery snacks, this little kid mm-hmm. is gonna gobble them all up. Like he would just like throw through them, and it's like if I can have my own. I'm going to do something healthy and go with cheese, and that's cheese it. So I think that's uh, that's what bonded me to it, was just necessity. Whoa. So you, just to get the record straight, you also loved these sweet snacks, but your brother just wouldn't give you the opportunity to even get started on a pack. Yeah, I think I think it was, it was. I don't want to put the whole blame on him in case he, he does listen to this, and then I don't get like a Christmas present. Um Mm-hmm. I would say yeah he he but we, there was there was definitely who can get through them quicker and he would take like a couple at a time yeah. and I would be munching on one um, mm-hmm. and then I'd also just like I I evolved pretty quickly to not not sorry evolved <laughs> uh, moved into a, a savory zone I've always been drawn more to savory snacks over uh, over sweet snacks so when I can get a treat of like the fruit by the foot. Or anything like that. That's like, yeah, that's a one and dunner. When did you discover, like, oh, he's not touching the Cheez Its, and I love this. I love these things. Had to be, had to be late middle school, right? Like end of seventh mm-hmm. grade, beginning of eighth, where we're balancing out on the snacks there. I'm taking a step mm-hmm. forward to be a little bit more bold in what I choose and being like, mom, I request these over these you know i want i want mm-hmm. salty crunch over these like gummy sweets let's figure that out and he's mm-hmm. going to gravitate to that the entire time his top snacks i would say mm-hmm. were like uh those gummies then an after school bowl of ice cream which is just like unmatched to have the bravery and the confidence he's not a simp so he would just be like fuck y'all i'm doing this what i want to do does your brother teach a class on how to not be a simp? I mean, kind of. He is a sixth grade teacher, um, and he's incredibly mean to his Whoa. students. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. He's like, get your shit together. I'm about to enroll. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. such a great age to decide not to be a simp and do something about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's, he's honestly a threat, I would say, to our way of living mm-hmm. by introducing mm-hmm. all these more non-simp middle schoolers 
True. Mm-hmm. Your brother, the only problem that I'm seeing with with his, not to say way of life, but with his snack choice, is that you are going to pop off after eating, after inhaling fruit by the foot, fruit roll-up, gushers, what have you. You're going to go nuts. You're going to be unhinged for maybe a half hour, and then the crash is coming. Yeah, yeah that's that's inevitable. And that's kind of where, you know, I learned that that wasn't for me. Uh Mm-hmm. was was finding out like yeah I, I munch on these as crazy as can be and then i'm mm-hmm. sleepy i'm tired i'm barely watching my tv show or movie at this point and i'm more like maybe it's yes. a nap time on the couch or food time and i didn't want that i wanted to finish it i wanted to know what was happening i'd have to go rewind you know mm-hmm. so you get mm-hmm. that with cheez it's you get that fulfillment without that hard crash yes without needing like the stomach is full Absolutely. Yeah. And you're not sacrificing anything. Do you no. ever and it's, and it's just tasty. Do you ever replace a meal with a hearty cheese it session? Oh, absolutely. That was most of my meals in college. Was I I am I'm a huge I love a cracker. I love a cracker with either like a, a little bit of a cheese on it, like if I'm cutting up some maybe like medium cheddar, like a Tillamook or mm-hmm. like a craft. Uh, or even mm-hmm. fancier cheese, you know? You get a Gruyere if I have more money that week. But you get I love that taste. I love all those, and that's what I would do in college. Would I would have just essentially crackers with cheese or crackers flavored like cheese, and then uh, Keystone mm-hmm. Light, and that would be my dinner. <laughs> would be a box of those. That sounds really <laughs> so I was, refreshing and nice, like a nice combination. It's a good washdown. Yeah, it honestly is like a college wine pairing. It's bang for your buck, though. I mean, in college, we were all trying to do it. We were all just looking for what gets us the most value for our dollar. And I think Keystone plus Cheez-Its is absolutely a top way to fill up your tummy and be able to wash it down and get a little buzz on, which always helps. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we're ready to get into the... One additional brass tack I have for this episode. I have here the list of sales of the leading cracker brands of the U.S. in 2017. They're ranked in million U.S. dollars. What do you guys think the top three are? Wow. Rank them and guess your number in million U.S. dollars. Okay. Number one, Cheetos 1.8 billion. That's... (laughs) That's my That's my number okay, one. Okay, that's two. Number two, Tostitos. With what? 1.6 okay. billion. <laughs> number three, definitely, no, no brainer, not even thinking, Triscuit. Sure. Half a billion. That's me believing in the good of people trying to eat healthier. That's why I put Triscuits up there. So I actually, I'm sorry, I probably should have clarified this. There are no chips on this. I think chips are not a part of this. Crackers, not chips. Yeah, I didn't want to. Okay. I, I, I assumed that. I didn't want to tell John because I wanted okay. to win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I'll change Tostitos. And Cheetos. Right. Or Cheetos. Are- and Cheetos. Cheetos are a chip, I would say. They are definitely more of a chip. What would you call them, though? Is Are they a, like a corn puff? Yeah. I'd call them a puff or a crunch. A puff. I like a crunch. <laughs> You got a crunch bar and a crunch <laughs> <Yeah>. stick. <laughs> crunch sticks. Well, now I'm going to change it. I'm going to put cheese it. Putting cheese it at number one. 
And the number is going to stay the same. $1.8 billion sales. Number two. Okay. Chicken in a biscuit. Wow. Is my number wow. two. I've never heard of that. Yes. Oh, You've never heard it of isn't. That? Oh, it's okay. a treat. This is a Thomas deep fake. He's saying like, oh, I've never heard about that because I'm actually right. Oh, because that one's on the list. Yeah. And Thomas is trying to make me feel like I'm He's not He's psyching right. you so, out. Number two, chicken in a biscuit. Number three, Trisket. So for mine, I'm doing a little bit of a of a lead away. Uh, unfortunately, I, I love my cheesies, but I feel like they get, they get beat out by kind of the ultimate in just generic cracker generic cracker that has a lot of other variations that people can kind of bounce around with and that's Ritz. I think Ritz crackers is at the top mm. and I'm actually going to give them I was doing 100 millions but I think I'm going to go with like a 1.2 billion. I don't think it's quite as high I think it's a lower cracker level like through the, pan- this is 2017 so this isn't like pandemic snacking. This was like just mm-hmm. Trump panic snacking. This is Trump snacking. Number two Cheez-Its, they still stay up top. They're up there high. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give them a solid $1 billion. And number three, I like Trisket in that, but I don't... I feel like Trisket, honestly, maybe is like a regional cracker? So I'm going Club. Club Cracker, number three. Interesting. Ooh. A favorite because that 65-plus group, right? Grandparents love Massive a group. Keebler Club. So I'm going Keebler Club, $800 million. Before Thomas says anything, I just want to applaud Chad. I think it was the right move to lowball me. I think I went way high on my estimates, but I'm I'm very interested to hear what Thomas has to say. I'm thrilled that you did because I got my chance to price is right it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do this Great British Bake Off style. The person who wins Star Baker tonight what? is... Because it's a bake cracker? Is that why? Chad. Oh. All right, I'll read the top six because you guys got some of them. Number one is Cheez It. Whoa! With 685.7 million. So 685.7 oh, wow. okay, so million. We, we both went way high. <laughs> yeah. way Number two yeah. is Goldfish with, oh, of with 523.1. Number three is Ritz. With 485.6. Number four is Trisket with 341.5. Number five is Wheat Thins with 302.6. And number six is Keebler Club with 224. Wow. So you guys were pretty close to each other. Wow. I'm kind of upset that I missed Wheat Thin. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. is... I have no other way to describe it besides, like, that's the skinny girl margarita of chips. Yeah. Or of crackers. Yeah. That, that is one that you kind of, like, feel good about yourself afterwards. Then Trisket a little bit. It, it feels like those are your health, you know? Yeah. I think Bethany Frankel should absolutely buy the, the uh, wheat thin and sell them with her, with her mm-hmm. skinny girl margarita. And instead Why of not? a margarita, like, in the glass, it's, she's holding the glass, same pose and everything, but just filled, crumbling mm-hmm. out with, with wheat thins. <laughs> Yeah. So I wanted to bring that up just to uh, give us a little direction because we don't need to be desperate and do stuff to increase sales because we're already number one. So maybe we're able to do maybe some more abstract or more 
what's the word I'm looking for? Avant-garde. Yeah, avant-garde and philosophically valuable. Okay. So these are like deep crackers. Yeah, it's like deep cracker stuff. Yeah. What can I get? Can I ask you a quick question, Thomas? What do you think is philosophically valuable now? What do you identify as philosophically valuable? I think goldfishes, as a simp, I think how they try to be associated with family values, and I guess it's anything that is a brand move rather than a sales move. I like, I mean, we're, we're getting somewhere with with family values. I mean, so I guess the, 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 then the, the way it turns is, uh, what are the, what are like the values of Cheez-It? If we get those values right. on top, then we can drill deeper and find out what's right. philosophically like fulfilling about them. What I, to, talk, to talk about something that's not crackers for one second, but what I think a, uh, a company did that aligned themselves with a philosophically valuable brand are the Charmin Bears. And it's just toilet paper, but we see these loving bears, these loving, this loving family, and they love going to the bathroom, and they love talking about going to the bathroom. And there's you know clearly good communication with them. They seem happy. But the product is, you know, it, it almost doesn't matter. So with Cheez-Its... I don't know I don't know if this is too powerful of me to say, but we could create a family of anything and all they care about is Cheez-Its. And we make them a family valued snack or maybe family values aren't something that we need to go after. I think that's the thing. I think we we family values is a good point of that's what Goldfish does. Yes. I think Cheez-It Cheez-It yes. absolutely sets is not family values. Cheez-Its punk a- AF, Mm-mm. you know? Like okay, punk. We're gonna have think about the the wheel. Dweeb say what? Dweeb say what? Yeah, no, I, I, okay, I understand the where you're going with that, but you said dweeb say what very succinctly from the start. So dweeb say what? Then I I can understand you. I'm not gonna say what. Dweeb say what? Well, now it's too late. Dweeb say what? No, I I because you can't start. Dweeb say what? Clear. And dweeb then, say what? My hero. He doesn't mm-hmm. abide by rules. He's he kicks down doors. Mm-hmm. He wears jackboots. Yep. He's doing whatever he yeah. pleases. And I think that's kind of that's kind of the edge of cheese. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna grab some cheeses. I don't need to eat lunch. I'll eat cheeses. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we could kick off this movement with an just edges cheese its. To introduce Ooh. an edgier cheese it, we make just edges. I love that. Or we make sharper edges. Yes. Ninja star shape? Ninja star. Yes. Shurikens. Absolutely. Oops, only edges. Yes. And then if you really want, how would you easily make Cheez-Its a meal? I think if it were a bag of crumbs and you could just pour it in a bowl and then add either water or milk and then... You add you add the Keystone Light. Yeah, or a Keystone you Light. You add the Keystone Light and you get like a beer cheese soup. Right. Yes. So you you yeah. what you would do? Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that's in the bottom of our boxes. We place a warm Keystone Light, and so once you get to the end of that, you're like, "What's the prize in here?" Uh oh, dust turns to soup. Make that combo. You heat it in your oven or your air fryer, whatever you choose, and you yeah. make yourself a, like a, a luxurious, creamy, dusty soup. 
so we don't we don't sell the Keystone variety of Cheez-Its until the summer. Right. And we don't refrigerate it. Right. To make sure that it's hot. I think to to accentuate that, yeah, we sell it only at farmers markets. So it sits outside. Mm. Yeah. Open air. You know? Nice. Yeah, exactly. Because you get into a grocery store. Sometimes these grocery stores in the summer are down to like 60 degrees inside. You're getting chilly. Things feel a little refrigerated already. And that, that's mm-hmm. counterintuitive to what, to where we want to build. And also, punks don't need air conditioning. They wear all black in the summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. They want to be hot. Uh-huh. They're and aligned if- with the goths a little bit, and they want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If they're at farmer's markets, we can... We can design how the people who are selling them appear. Ooh, yeah. Like, what's the booth look like? Maybe it's it's black. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got... I mean, you got to have that bright orange in there a little bit. Because you, yeah. want, you want a pop of that for, Punk. like, brand symmetry. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you also want to be in there. Maybe with the, the orange paint, we could, we could uh, paint something that says, I wish I wasn't here either. <laughs> Exactly, and everybody. Yeah, you know, so the people who are there, maybe the punks that are getting brought there, force against their will. Yeah, you know, their parents are saying, "No, you're going to come to this farmers market." They're what do you like, want? Oh, what this might be for me? They're, yes. they're just yeah. they're smoking cigarettes out, like not even behind the booth. They're out front, and they're like, "No," kind of like snooty, like, "Can I help you? What do you want?" Pose. Yeah, everybody's a poser. Everyone's a poser. I actually, I don't think they sell it to anyone at the farmer's market. This is more of like an advertising opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think they, don't, they don't have any patience for anybody. Like, the, music, the music's incredibly loud there. Um, and it could just be like, uh, like a punk band just being like, cheese it, cheese it, and it's okay. only cheese it over and over. It's subliminal messaging um, yeah. that they are in favor of because it gets people to listen to their to their band which i'll just say now the lyrics to the cheese it band doesn't exist yet and we can get in at ground zero if we want we can create the lyrics right now i think we need to yeah yeah i have i have maybe the start of a song i have an idea for the start of the song my parents won't let me buy cheese it's perfect yes i like that the it's angled they don't parents. even know that I need it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we've already established that mm-hmm. it's forbidden. Yeah. The parents don't want them to buy this, which is what punks love. And we established that we as punks we need, it. need it. So then I think at this point, does everything end in something it? We I know last week you guys had all the different names for mm-hmm. it. Yep. The blank sits. The blank sits. The blanks. This is, like, I mean, it feels like a great place to to mad lib these on in and just why do we need it? You know, to please it. I think that almost fits as a lyric too. Each song could be one blanks it, and then so the mm-hmm. chorus is what we just came up with. Ooh, and then the verses are just like one guitar line. riff. Da na 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 na. Please it. Da, 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 please. Yeah. And then it's eight bars of that. Perfect. Okay, nice. So we got the whole punk angle and the song down. Mm-hmm. And then is the is the Keystone Light mm-hmm. Cheese It Soup something that <laughs> is introduced with this new image? I think I, so. Yeah. yeah. 
we got to figure out a way to get it not only for people to try it, you know, to, to understand what this combination can do. But I think with that punk angle, we kind of just like blast it onto them. Like yeah. as we have this show going on, you know, there's going to be oh, kind of like how, you know, like Steve sure. Aoki throws a cake into people's faces. Like that's his EDM yeah. thing for the, or the Nickelodeon slime. Exactly. That is, that is my inspo there. We have a nice orange slime tank that is Keystone Cheez-It beer cheese soup. soup. At the farmers markets, that's where the, you can experience this. Yeah. Uh huh. So we have a we have a tent, and our punks around it, and they're smoking cigarettes, and the song is blasting. And then immediately mm. adjacent to that is one of those like large buckets that is on like a hinge, like it's at like a kiddie water park, you know, where it fills up to a certain point and then it dumps. Yes. And so we get everybody yes. over, like everybody, come here, come here. You're gonna want to see this. Like under the thing they go, and then dumps on them and everyone screams and is so happy and it hurts a little bit but it's in a good way but we're still not selling the stuff Mm -mm. yeah no we're introducing product we're not selling it but we're gonna have to sell it in stores later yes be like hey remember that delicious thing you tasted at the farmer's market now you can buy it yeah yeah yeah, that's right and should there be a non-alcoholic version for not of age people like an oduls in there or something <laughs> yeah the oduls version if you're a kid <laughs> absolutely yeah or, or if you're an aa see that i think that's that's the tie-in yeah it is like is your dad an aa and you don't want to take the same steps as he he does but you're like you're a straight edge punk we have yeah, this suit for you i forgot about yeah, straight yeah, yeah. edge Here's here's one concern I have, and I have the solution that <laughs> oh. kids <laughs> just are perfect. So I'll I'll just sit don't take this one off, okay? Hey, we don't need you for this episode. Tom's yeah. just gonna be <laughs> I know, fuck. It's like he did it in the warm up, and he's doing it now. I don't need to be here. <laughs> All right, Thomas I'll, immediately I'll not... gets to LA and just is like an idea solving machine. <laughs> he's like, here's a problem. Never mind, I solved it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I'm going to give you guys a chance to come up with a solution. And then if you don't get it, I'll tell you. You got a problem? Yo, I'll solve it. Yeah, uh. exactly. The problem is these punk kids aren't going to want to be seen with the O'Doul's version. They're going to want the alcoholic version. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it's, it's the same way you want to be like perceived as punk as a kid and you're like i can't like mm-hmm. my mom and dad won't sign off for me to go get tattoos because <laughs> they go to the non-denominational church and that's a big no-no so you get you know like the tattoo sleeve compression thing that you roll up and it looks like you got tattoos so we have one of those in there where it's like is this an O'Doul's one and then you kind of can just like put this little keystone panty liner over it and create a false illusion that's a good idea i was going i was going similar to what chad said just have like the label say like extra alcohol like great <laughs> this is great goose great goose and cheeses <laughs> so everybody who sees them just thinks like oh whoa but then obviously somehow they would know yeah. but that's where my mind went what's, i like what's that the oh yeah what, like, oh. what did you decide is our correct solution my idea is that all of the bottles are the same, so they all say Keystone, the non-alcoholic ones, but the grocery store, they have to get it for you. 
So if you don't have ID, they go and get you the non-alcoholic one and they can only tell because of the barcode. Once they scan it, they can tell it's not alcoholic. So only the grocery store really knows which ones have alcohol in them. And all of them look... <laughs> all the clerks know like that the alcoholic ones are on the left and that the oh, there is a ones system. are on the right. Okay. So they grab okay. either. Perfect. Yeah. I thought it was just like, we got to scan to know. So this is one of the ideas that's so involved that I feel like it might be worth just fully developing this instead of coming up with two other ideas. Yeah. The only question I have now is, do we try to shift people's loyalty from original Cheez-Its to the beer cheese soup? And this is the new flagship product? Oh, this is usurping. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know what we're doing. What? I'm Thomas now. I know what the solution <laughs> is. And so... You guys can talk it over if you want, but I know exactly what we. I mean, I think similarly, uh, Thomas and I, to no avail, like let out our dumb dumb ideas, and then you can tell us what's correct. Do you have a Do you have an idea for it, Thomas, on how to convert these uh, originals into supers? We make all little brothers. If you're a little sibling, and you're a non simp. We do. We we figure out all the non-simp siblings through the Census Bureau. Then, not the first time we've used the Census. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot about the box you check on the Census. You feel like, are you a simp or are you like a normal cool person? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, if you're indeed a non-simp, we send you propaganda so you're really into cheese it original, and then all of the simps will need a new thing that their brother doesn't like. And then so we aggressively market the soup to the simps and it's called simp soup. That's the short name for it. <laughs> in their circles and the simp circles. Yeah. And then we just need to figure out how to then get this, <laughs> the non-simps off of Jesus <laughs> and then how to increase the population of simps. So those are oh. two <laughs> So part of this is increasing the birth rate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's a three-step process. Is this this, this sip soup is like some form of IVF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's simple enough. That's great. Yeah, I think you... I don't really want to share mine now. I think, yeah, I think... I think, I think, I think I, yeah, go ahead. Just, just truly creating our base. Like, birthing our own consumer base is, uh, is an idea just that I can't birth. believe hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. These people, these people over here are all just created to enjoy our simp soup product. Yeah, <laughs> that is so brave, new world of you to suggest. And also, we have the eugenics ability. We can make a baby a certain eye color. We can make a baby a certain simp level. We can make a baby enjoy a simp soup at a certain are these, amount. Are these, so I'm, I'm green lighting. Are these babies coming out like? With some identifying feature that they are the Cheez-It children. So, 
CRISPR, C-R-S-P-R, is gene editing technology that's just starting to flourish right now. Right. They're using it to... And it's it's, called CRISPR. Yeah, CRISPR. This is real. It's already shown promise to reverse blindness in some cases in China. And so we can can take it and use it to make our children a little bit like burnt around the edges. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm thinking. The fact that it's already called CRISPR makes me think that the Chinese government is one step ahead of us. Cheese it has to Sunshine Brand has to invest in CRISPR technology and invest in the PR of it because people are they're hesitant to mess with the DNA of their preborn children. And it's totally cool to do that. It's totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we gotta get across is that it's cool if you let That's us what we'll tell them. <laughs> You got concerns? It's totally cool. <laughs> it's totally cool dun, 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 to let your kids be sims at birth. Design her babies are totally cool. I mean, if if they resist a little bit, that does lead into what my idea was, which is we do like a military coup. And for... Forcibly wow. remove original cheese. It's from people's homes via our oh. cheese brigade, um, and just plop in the soup where they have the originals. And if they're like, "What is this?" We like cheese tase them. Um, which cheese is you tase get, them? You get yep. Yeah, you get electrocuted, and then you wake up in your mouth that has bad cheese at breath, and it's oh. just like that for like mm. a couple of days. And so people are like, "Uh oh, hey, mm. that will obviously work." And there's no way of us to know which idea will be more efficient so maybe we present it as like a flip a coin situation like here are the two ideas there's no way to figure out which one's better so just flip a coin and do one of them until yeah well we have we still gotta wait for john to tell us which one was the right answer yeah okay well i i just want to say i'm so proud of you guys for going so balls to the walls on these ideas you overperformed more than I could have ever hoped or dreamed. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say that Cheez-Its grooves get either replaced or grooves become the cheese for the soup. So we just get rid I of like that. we get rid of the we get rid of the grooves. I like that, and we make the soup out of that. But I like both of your ideas so much more, and I think we should roll with. I think I, your idea can be just part of these two. All three, yeah, yeah, perfect. Because okay, the grooves, perfect. we didn't have a base yet for our for our soup. So now that we know that they got this easily, yeah. I guess uh, fillable grooves that will melt away into the beer soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And as we create these children, and if they don't want to be created, we force them to be created. I think is really making our mark. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna write the email. All right, we're back. Time to jam into this email. How do we speak their language? I guess this is a new email from separate from the part one email. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the pro simp version yeah. of the email, I think. So are we coming? That's the question. Are we? Because we've <clears throat> the the pro simp way and what we discussed is is a little bit more uh, totalitarian and <laughs> a little bit more aggressive. Than maybe simps of the past. So are we, are we leading them in with a little bit of sugar at the top and thinking like, oh, these little simpy boys, and then 
smack him across the face with that uh, that realization and that that coup. We need to simp at the top so they know that that we that they can trust us, and they're gonna think when they're reading this email, they're gonna think, oh, we can exploit these simps, we can make them do what we want. But alternatively, that's they're gonna be playing right into our trap essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you, you know we're catching these flies with our sweet honey. You know mm-hmm. we. It's easier. It's so much easier. It's easier to catch a fly with then, honey than with what's the vinegar? other one? Yeah, yeah. We, and we, so we give them a little double dose, right? We catch them and with then honey. we squirt vinegar right in their eyes. Yes, when they can't move because they're up to their they're neck. They're just and honey, honey deep. Maybe through this episode, I've transformed from a simp to a non-simp. Ooh, just wow. personally, that's huge. And yeah. I'm honestly like, congrats, but I'm now a little bit, a bit afraid of you. Shit. All I can say is, I don't think you guys are simps, and I think if we're going to get through this email, we all have to be on the same page. As a simp? Yeah. Hearing that I'm not a simp has now made me not a simp, because I'm afraid to not... You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm afraid to not do what Thomas asks of me. So I am now not a simp. This is the coconut again. This is... Yeah. This is yep. This is the third coconut. Okay, so we've been so. we've been dragged into non simphood. We are we are now first line. You can bow if you want, Ooh. and we gotta give them a second option or applaud and plead for your life or applaud. You might notice a little bit of a different tone from the last email we sent you one week ago. Yes, yes. I command thee to banish any simp energy from thine soul. Mm-hmm. Some Latin words after that. Duis ex machina. This is a deus ex machina, because we are, thou art witnessing God descending upon you with the gift of life mm-hmm. and, ch- and cheese ideas. Yes. To begin this journey, I bring you to your weakest link, grooves. No one likes them, and you know it. And I don't think you do either. If we're being honest. Yeah. yeah. Can we be honest? In parentheses, can we be is honest? A, yeah, like, is that okay with you? <laughs> yeah, but is that like, okay that's with like, you? We're, we're setting them up to be like, like, relax a little bit. Can we be honest here? Yeah. And then we just lay it out, I think. Pour mm-hmm. Keystone Light into your grooves vat or factory or wherever mm-hmm. you manufacture them. Create a soup, a beer cheese soup out of the grooves because it's going to sell. It's going to sell better than grooves are. Everyone knows grooves aren't selling. You're wasting your money. Oh, you don't think that people are going to like it? Well, guess what? We're going to make them. We're going to make them. We're going to make the people who like it. I think we should spend a paragraph talking about how we're not simps anymore. Yeah, I think that in this zone right here, we're like, did I do good? I know I did because I'm not a simp anymore. And then we go back to the beginning. I used to be a simp. I was born a simp. I was afraid. I was scared Mm -hmm. every day of my life. Through the flames... Mm -hmm. I regained my cheesehood and took a stand yeah. for what matters in this world. What matters in this world is understanding people. And not only understanding people, but, but creating those people to sell products to. Mm-hmm. That is our yes. life's work. That is what we're here to command. I am God. I am. We are God. <laughs> I like that. We are each I... pieces of God. <laughs> Sincerely, the new father, the new son... And the new Holy Spirit. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah.
Send. <laughs> Send. I like it. Wow. Chad Hall, thank you so much for joining us. What a journey. Thank you. This has been this was a, a true delight. I had a blast. A flavor blast. Yes. Oh good. So did I. Wow. <laughs> I had a flavor blast. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to plug? Uh let me see. Uh, you know, get out, support shows. I don't have anything that I'm doing right now, so hire me um, for yeah. something uh, or put me in your show. I'm around. I'm in Chicago, uh, birthplace of improv. I'll do something on your show. But also get out, see shows. Stuff's opening back up slowly. Um, support your local performers and artists and get out there, have fun, and be safe. Wear a mask, get vaxxed. Pow, pow, political very selfless i would say very selfless plug yeah we'll see you next week bye that was great samaritans thanks for listening you can find us on instagram and twitter at great samaritans pod or email us at great samaritans pod at gmail.com feel like being a great samaritan yourself rate and review us on itunes bye-bye Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.